Wacky Gig Guides for details. Another band about to hit the road are the Angels in celebration of their 40th anniversary for their second studio album, Face to Face. And John Brewster from the band joins me now. Hey, John. G'day, Jane. Now, you're somewhere in South Australia in a uh, a beautiful old automobile. Tell me more. Uh, I've had an MGB for 39 years. Malcolm Young from ACDC and, and I both bought MGBs way back in the days when we used to hang out in Albert Studios together and uh, I've still got mine. Sounds great, John. So there is uh, life away from the angels then? Yeah, but I love it all, Jane. It's fantastic. <laughs> you mentioned Albert Studios. Let's go back to Studio 2 around about 1978. Mark Opitz was then a young producer there at Albert's and he was working on what would be your, I guess, breakthrough record, Face to Face. Yeah. Harry Fander and George Young handed production over to Rick and me and said, and I said to them, how do you do that? He said, uh, said well, you'll be right. You'll be working with, with Mark. And Mark at that stage was an engineer hadn't really produced anything I don't think so we we worked with with Mark and uh, George said well I'm just down the hall if you know well we're down the hall if you get stuck for ideas uh, which for, fortunately we didn't so we, we you know we came up with a good album so it's it's great to be out on the road still with this band, even though there's been obviously lineup changes over the years but it's great to be out there and celebrating that release it's, changed our whole lives. Mark talks about the Angels at that point or, or feeling when he was working on the record that you guys really needed a sound and it wasn't until he heard the track I Ain't The One where he went, yep, that's the sound. That's the Angels sound and he got really excited by the fact of working with you and uh, and what you guys achieved together, I think, well, speaks volumes, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. You know, that, thanks for bringing up that song because it's, I actually wrote it. Um, I wrote it sitting in a car in Adelaide, I ain't the one came into into my head. We then re- recorded it. I basically had the whole thing in my head, uh, and we all got really excited. About actually, jumping up and down on chairs because we just went, "That's it. We found our sound." You know, because you know when you're a young rock band, you've got to be really careful. You don't sort of try and copy somebody. And we were in the same stable as ACDC, uh, who were great friends of ours and you know we just love their sound you know so we had to be really careful we didn't sort of sound like a you know like a copy of, of them and you know i think i the one sort of achieved that and then, then about two weeks later rick wrote i uh, take a long line so take a long line was the first hit we had and that's in similar vein to i the one so we call it the nick nicks you know the way we play which is we kind of button down for the verses and open up for the choruses and that suited Doc's voice because Doc had a mid-range voice. So you had to kind of get the uh, the guitars sort of a, a bit quieter in, in the uh, in the verses. Well, the songs have definitely served you well. In fact, I caught you only a couple of months ago at the Palms at Crown with Gleeso in the lead yeah. singer role. And uh, yeah. the one thing that struck me was just how much fun you guys still have on stage. That's amazing. Yeah, we really just band has possibly never ever been happier. You know, which is not to say that it's been an unhappy band, but we've had our times, you know, which over the years when you're young and it's been a roller coaster. Sometimes it's been up and sometimes it's been down, but basically overall you look at that, you look back on the, the history of this band, which is now 44 years, you look back on the history and you just go, well, you know, like everybody that's been in, involved in this band, we remember very fondly. And But I've got to tell you, this, the band these days is just amazing. Well, it's definitely been a wild ride, John, but have there been any regrets in those 44 years? There's no point in regrets, but if I was to have a regret, it would be that 
we, I think, rather stupidly left Alberts back in 1979, the end of 79, signed with Epic. There was nothing wrong with signing with Epic in America. They were, they were really good. But we lost our home base and we lost Harry Vander and George Young working with us. And the thing is, had we stayed with Alberts, we would have, t- we would have played with ACDC all around the world. And I think, I think the band would have been a, a massive band worldwide. As it is, we, did a lot better uh, overseas than people realise. You know, we you know we did really well in America and Canada, and we you know we were, we were hit in France, but it never really busted wide open. So we ended up sort of giving giving all that away. So I mean, if I had had the time over again, I think we would have done done things differently and stayed with Albert. So they're an amazing company, great people. We were part of their family, and so I miss that. I, I think that was that was a huge mistake. Well, regrets aside, John, we can relive your Albert's years with the 40th anniversary celebrations of Face to Face. I'll read out the tour dates after we play the Angels, but congratulations on this milestone. It's an achievement for any band, let alone an Aussie band. Yeah, thanks a lot, Jane. I, yeah, I'm, I'm really proud of it. I'm, I'm proud that the band is an ongoing band. You know, we're doing really well. To, to celebrate that album and to sort of reminisce about the days when we made it, I mean, it was very exciting. Well, look forward to catching you on the road but thanks so much for your time tonight John Brewster from the Angels on Homegrown Great to talk to you Jane And here's one of the highlight tracks from Face to Face Marseille on Triple H